Hi friends, and welcome back to the Habits and Home Show. This is part two of my conversation with Courtney Albertson. She is a stay-at-home, work-from-home, homeschooling mom who is also part of a military family. And in my last conversation with her on episode 59, we covered why she decided to homeschool and her homeschool journey with her kids. Now we're about to dive into how she manages her home while doing all those things as well as working from home. You are going to love all the tips and things that we talk about in this episode. So let's dive right on in. And welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. What are you personally struggling, currently struggling in your home management? You know, you're a military family, you're homeschooling, you have a lot going on. (laughs) What are you, just in this moment, struggling to figure out in your home management? Um, I think, like you said, we talked about this in our last chat. So for me, it is, I want and desire to have this super structured, like routine, right? Mm -hmm. Like I bought this fancy planner and I was like, oh, this is going to get me there because it gave me my daily tasks. And the fact is I haven't used it once. Like (laughs) it just doesn't happen. And, um, through talking to you and then also just like realizing that kind of structure's not going to work for me. It's just not right. Mm -hmm. And then there are the things that I do every day that maybe I don't realize that I do. Mm -hmm. You know, we talked about this too, of like, you know, when I'm in the shower, I clean the shower when, you know, when I'm brushing my teeth or doing my makeup, like I'm wiping the counter down. Like it's things that I'm doing that I don't realize that I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and then for me, cleaning is such a, a distressor for me. It allows me to just kind of like decompress and just like let go. And I just turn on the music and I just go and it's just this thing. Um, and I've always done that on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and you guys weren't in on that conversation, but Lisa and I talked about this and like (laughs) my struggle there was that's like our family day. Right. Yeah. And here I am spending like half the day deep cleaning, which feels amazing and makes me feel really good, but I'm wasting half of our family day when I could just like restructure that to be somewhere different. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. And I, yeah, yeah and like, I, I suggested, I said, why don't you make Friday, your Saturday. And so how is that going? I know you said you're, you haven't really worked it in yet where you're consistent with it, but have you, have you, first of all, you like the idea. I Uh, did. mm -hmm. Yeah. Because Fridays, um, for homeschooling and work, they're both like my super like low days. Like it's our testing day, you know, it's maybe an hour a day for homeschool. And then I keep it low key for office hours too. Um, 
just because I really would love to just work a four day week and not have to worry. Exactly. Um, and so I have slowly started to transition into from Saturday to Friday. Um, I think the struggle I'm having there, Lisa, and this is something I wanted to bring up. So I'm glad yeah. this. the struggle I'm having there is I think I still get so wrapped up in the fact that it's like, it's a weekday. I don't know why, like that <laughs> really throws me off. Like, I don't yeah. know what it is. It's, it's a mindset. It's totally mindset. Yeah. Right. And I think that people listening are like giggling because they're like, what's the <laughs> difference? You're still cleaning. Right. But to me, it's like, I only clean on the weekends. Okay. <laughs> and so it's like shifting that. Mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why don't you, instead of count calling it a weekend, because call it a work day, your work has now like your work block is now not on your uh, marketing business, but now your work block is filled with your housework, your cleaning that not only fills you up, but also gets the task done that you would do on Saturday. So can you just take that housework block that was on Saturday and move it to your work block? And you said you wanted to do a four day week, four day work week, and you just move it to sat to Friday. And so in your mind, you aren't counting it as the weekend yet. You're are, you are counting it as your work week still. What do you think about that? I actually love that. Yeah, I do love that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think it's just, tra- it's just that, I don't know. I, I honestly, when you were like, just move it to Friday, I was like, that's brilliant. We're doing that. <laughs> and then I was like, why is there such a, like, transition for me here. And I think it's just right. habit, right? It's yes. just habit because I've yeah. done it on Saturday for years. Like, <laughs> well, And now you don't know what to do with your Saturday morning. You're like, right. I'm just laying here or I'm sitting on the couch and I'm just exactly. here. You're, exactly. you're, you're, you're in, and it's just habit training. You're in this constant need for work and you're actually not getting a full weekend because you are continuing that in that mindset. So it's just it's just breaking that habit and not necessarily, I don't really let's say, I don't really like to say breaking our habits because it's such a negative connotation, but I like to say, you know, changing our habits to best suit us, um, habit stacking and also using cues and signals. Um, so on Friday, what you, after your testing, so this could be your cue to go into your house work block. You test your boys on their tests. I don't know about you, but our testing takes a good, I don't know, 30 minutes and we're done. Yeah, yeah. It's its great. I love fun Fridays <laughs> and, and call it fun Friday. We call it fun Friday because we, you really need to give identity and name things. Um, I find I have an episode on how to declutter a junk drawer forever. Like it's forever decluttered because you rename it. It's no longer called the junk drawer. So it doesn't collect junk. So naming things, naming things is really going to help solidify the purpose of that day and what is going to be accomplished on that day. So we call it fun Friday and we get our testing done that morning and we do our fun stuff that day for you. It's going to be, you get your testing done. Then you do a family fun cleaning day. Now, if you if cleaning is your thing, deep cleaning, I'm not talking about yes. the daily habits. And, and you mentioned 
you don't consider, you haven't been considering all those little tiny tidy ups as deep cleaning. And, but you are, you just don't recognize it because we've been, we've programmed ourselves to think, okay, if I clean for three hours on Saturday, then my house is clean. But it's the daily pickup and the daily cleaning that really keeps our home clean. And we don't really consider it or count it as good. (laughs) So you have to think about, do I want my boys to be involved in this Friday cleanup? Is that something that I want them involved in? Or does it just fill me up? I just love pushing my, sweeping, sweeping is so relaxing to me. (laughs) Yeah. And I think people think that that's weird. When I say like cleaning, like fills me up. They're like, that's really weird. Like my no. mom will tell you, like my mom's like, girl, I can think of a hundred different things. I've ever <laughs> I, I love it. But for me, it just, honestly, I just get lost in what I'm doing. Me too. Me too. We are a rare breed and that's okay. <laughs> because remember that guy that you called weird from high school. Now he's making mega bucks yeah. in his business. So we're going to, we're going to, you know, hang on to that weird tag yes. and just ride it out, girl. Yes. <laughs> Going back to our husbands, we have to make sure that they're involved as well. And, um, not just in like certain duties, like cutting the grass. I mean, they have to experience what it's like to clean the toilet as well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, giving them an opportunity to clean up things, whether it's cleaning up after dinner, because you've cooked, can you have him help you clean up after dinner with the boys, with them, not just by themselves. I just really feel like my boys are going to mimic anything my husband does. Oh, I agree. I agree. 100%. I am a big believer in that. Um, and I think it's the same, like, I don't have girls, but I think I mimic what my mom did. Yeah. It's just the, it's the role we play, right? It's the role we play in society. Yeah. Yeah. And, and my boys mimic what their dad does. And so I want them to mimic the man he is, right? Maybe right. not joining the military. That's a sign, no. What he does. Um, yeah. That's just a mom being a mom. Yeah. If they join, you know, I'll support them. But I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. So for me also to get my husband involved with homeschooling, um, and you know how homeschooling and just being a stay-at-home mom can make you exhausted. And so by the time bedtime comes, I don't even really want to look at them. <laughs> I'm just like, and now I, I, I'm not saying that sometimes I, I, I love bedtime because that's what the time that they want to talk, they want to like cuddle and all the things, but there are those days, but for, I wanted my husband because he's gone all day long to have that special time with our boys. And so to get him involved in like the schooling of them and because he's not exhausted, he can be much more consistent with this one thing that I'm going to share with you. Mm -hmm. I asked him, I said, the boys are starting to learn how to read and I just cannot get to them to have them read to me every single day. Can you, when you tuck them into bed, have them read a chapter or a book every single night? And because he's not exhausted from being with them and the, that, that strain of the relationship, he comes in much more fresh and lively and just vibrant. And yes. he's like, yes. And because it's such a small act, he's really consistent with it. And it's kind of habit stacking. Like you brush your teeth, you put into bed, 
I listen to you read. We say the prayers, you go to go to sleep. And so it just kind of goes all together. So have you found a way to involve your husband in the homeschooling of your boys as well? We have not. That is something um, I'm already working on for next year. Um, And I think that I don't think I know his biggest objection um, is not getting so involved because when he's gone, what happens, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's that's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Um, But I'm trying to get him involved in other ways, like helping me pick out the curriculum, helping me decide like what we're going to do for field trips, what we're going to do for outings, like those types of things. Such a good idea. He's such a planner. My mm-hmm. David is such a planner. And so I think that that is something he would enjoy more, like being yeah. able to be the person to say, oh, we chose this curriculum because, and then he kind of, with that comes, he knows what's going on, right? Because yes. this year we just kind of did a hodgepodge. Like I just threw a curriculum together. It was our first year. We're just diving in, you know, we're taking messy action around here. And so every day, I love that he does this every day he comes home and everybody says, how was your day? We talk. And then at the dinner table, one of the questions at the dinner table is what did you learn today? Mm -hmm. And so I think by him being able to help me choose the curriculum, come up with the plan and do the things he will already know what we're discussing. And then he can dive deeper into what did you learn today? I love that. And so that that's is such a good I'm, idea. That's how I'm trying to get him involved yeah. there. I think yeah. that's such a good idea, especially for, like you said, you don't want to get too much him to be too much part of like your daily routine in case he's not there. And it throws your transition, you know, it throws you, your whole routine off, but yeah. having, having, having him a part of that, I think that's a really great point that you brought up that could be beneficial to other moms who are in your same same boat. Yeah. So before the, the mess up of the recording earlier, we were talking a little bit about gardening and homesteading, yes. homesteading ish. That's what I like to say. <laughs> um, I, you know, that the word homesteading, actually my husband, I posted on my, my social media stories a couple of we, uh, days ago about the struggle with homesteading. And he's like, you know, you're not really a homesteader. And I was like, what? I was like, <laughs> he said, homesteader is when you buy a home and you, you know, you build it and you do all the things like mm-hmm. old school, old school right. definition, you know, and that's how husbands are. They're very like literal about, oh, and so I said, literal, yeah. and they're so literal. And I said, babe, modern homesteading is like learning how to can it's learning how yes. to grow something. It's learning how to make bread from scratch. It's taking what you could go and buy and making it simplified for your own home and being more self-sufficient. And he's like, well, I don't know about that definition. I was like, <laughs> trust me, all my mom friends, we're on the same page. Yes, we are. Yes, we are, girl. So you, so you mentioned you'd love to learn some homemaking and homesteading skills. So share. Oh, your, I would. Yes, girl, me too. So share your desire with us and what makes you interested in it? And what are some of the things that you would like to learn? Okay, so I homeschool has led to my interest in homesteading. And that is so funny to me. They usually go hand in hand, honestly. That is so funny to me, but it is the truth because it's like this growing a garden and doing the planting counts as homeschooling. Like absolutely totally learning here, you know? And so, um, part of last year's 
curriculum was we got the starter seeds and we did all the things together, you know, and um, they're slowly dying. That's a side note. <laughs> that's okay. That's the, that's the, the learning process. Right. Um, but then I also, okay, this is where David and I, I don't think we will ever see eye to eye on this. I would love to have like a few chickens. I don't want like a whole farm. Okay. I don't, but I would love to have like a few chickens to do my own eggs. You know, I think that'd yes. be so fun. And he's like, no, no, nay, nay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for us, because in his mind and a little bit in my mind still, I think as well for home homesteading for us is like, you have this, this big land, right? Mm-hmm. You have land and you're not living in the suburbs. Like we are right. We're living in the suburbs. Like who homesteads in the suburbs kind of a situation. A lot of people, a lot of people, um, you could do a lot with less than an acre. I promise. So I, I think for me, it's, the gardening for sure, just because getting outside is just so freeing, right? Yes. Like getting out in nature is so freeing. Um, but more than that is just knowing that if things go south in this world, I can take care of myself. Yeah. And that is the like learning to can and, and learning to make my own bread. And like, you know, I mean, I can make bread, but it's definitely not, um, a lot of my, yeah, like a lot of my friends, I see them. And I think I saw you do this too. Like you have your like little sourdough starter or whatever. Yeah. I, mean, I had no idea how to do that. <laughs> someone teach me how to do this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is something I'm so interested in. And just like also giving my boys, and this is some, this is where the homeschooling, the homesteading kind of comes together. I feel like this is very opinion here, Lisa. I'm sorry. Um, in today's society and in our kids' lives, this generation of children, I feel like they 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 have no idea what nature is now. Mm-mm. I agree. They have no idea. Um, when I was little, it was go outside and play, mm-hmm. get dirty, make mud pies. Like I, you know, like that's just what we did. We just, we went outside when the sun came up and we came back in when the sun went down, you know? Yeah. And that's missing. And I want my boys to have that attachment on to nature, to, to know that there is more than just computers and, and cell phones and tablets and all of those things. Not right. to say that we don't have those because we do have those. We do too. Um, but I also want them to know that like, go outside, get fresh air. It's good for you. It's good for your mental health. You know, it's Mm -hmm. so good to just like unplug and go Mm -hmm. and, um, to be hands-on because I want to raise my kids to be hands-on with their kids. Like that's the legacy Mm -hmm. I'm trying to leave behind. Right. Right. Of I, cause that's my question. The kids, the, the generation of kids that are being brought up today how hands-on are they going to be with their children? Mm. Like that's concerning to me. Mm -hmm. And so that is where my heart is with the homesteading of like, I just want to be connected to my kids and teach them that so that they want to be connected with their kids. I love that. I feel like there's so much relationship building that comes with these homestead skills that we're doing in our home. Like, okay, babe, come over here. We're going to roll out the dough. All right, darling, go and fill up the chicken, chicken buckets. I mean, and 
if we don't have these things at home, these homesteading practices that we're doing, what kind of chores are you providing for your kids to do? What kind of practice in work are you giving them to do? A lot of moms look around and find that they don't have chores to give their children because Mm -hmm. there's just not a lot to do. There's not a lot of responsibility. We've made, we've made life too easy. Yes. (laughs) And we need to make it a little bit harder. We need to go through the struggle to refine ourselves. And there's so much refining that happens when you fail, like with your, when your garden fails or it doesn't do well, or when a chicken, a chicken dies and you have to go out there and teach your children how to take care of it and to bury it. And last year we had a horse that had an injury and my daughter nursed it for nine months before she made the decision as a 12 year old to put it down. And she stood, she stood out there with the veterinarian while the veterinarian gave him the shot to put him to sleep. And then they, they were a part of that whole process of life and death and struggle and, and refining. And it just brings you together as a family. Families aren't connected through technology, through using their devices and everything. I mean, you can at to some point when you sit down and play a video game with your child, with your, with your child, Right. right. but who, who, who wants to do that? (laughs) Right. Well, and, and for me, it's, it's the memories, right. Too Like it's, it's, I can think back, not that my parent, my parents didn't garden. My parents didn't do any of that, but we did go and and we we camped and we went to the state parks together and you know and those are things that I remember you know and so I'm like do I want my kids to remember that we just sat on the couch and I stared at my phone and they They watched their tablets like that's not what I want their childhood memories to be exactly and I think that when people think about memories today they think the summer vacations and the, you know, the, the holidays. And while those are so important, they are, there's things you can do in the day to day. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and I can think like my mom, my brother and I make fun of my mom all the time because we had like, but it's a memory for us as adults. Now, like we had uh, what was called weenie Wednesday because we went to church every Wednesday and she had hot dogs every Wednesday. Like that's what you had before you went to church. And we make fun of her for that now. You know? <laughs> I but love that. But it's a memory that we, is. we connect together and we can simultaneously make fun of my mom for, you know, but it's like, it's so good. It's a connection point. Yes. And it's because it was, in the day today. Yeah. And, and I, I want my kids to have more memories of the day to day than they do of like the big extravagant trips. Yeah. You know? That is, that's it for me. Honestly, it's, I mean, it's, it's the sustainability, of course, you know, I would love to be able to be like, we never have to buy produce again, because I am successfully succeeding at this. (laughs) at the end of the day, it is connection and the memories and, and the legacy to leave behind for my boys. Like I want them to connect, you know, to connect with their kids, you know, love my, that. my brother and I have such a close connection with our parents. And I feel like that that is something that is slowly just deteriorating with society. Like the family closeness mm-hmm. is just not important anymore. You know, um, and it makes me sad. Like, it makes me sad too. It makes me so sad. I want to be close to my boys. You know, I have an ongoing joke. My kids are never going to leave my house. And <laughs> I mean, it's obviously that's not the case, but I'm just, 
that's just how close we are. You well, know, and, I just want that connection. And the sad thing is, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to generalize this for everyone in, right. in, in, right. in our world, but a lot of the people, not a lot, but people will say, oh, I've only got four more years and then they're going to move out. I only got, yes. you know, 18 more years. I mean, like, oh my goodness, cannot wait till they're gone. Hi. I enjoy my children. Yes. I enjoy them. I love them. I, they're, I, they're fun. They're like yeah. my, they're, I'm, of course I'm their mom, but I enjoy being with them as their friend and yeah. playing with them. And I think we just get into this mindset, this hurried, busy society and that we, we lose sight of the people that we're raising our best friends, Yes, <laughs> you know, yes. and I, I, me and you girl, we connect. I feel the same exact way. The memories are so important to me. Like I have such good memories and I don't have memories of what I watched on TV. I mean, some things I do, but the memories yeah. are like the walks that I go on with my mom. Or I remember that on cleaning day, she couldn't, she didn't want to stand on top of the table to, to clean the fans, our ceiling fans. And so it was my job as the agile one to pull the side table from the, the couch stand on the top of the side table and climb, climb up there and clean the ceiling fans. Like yeah. that is a memory that is so well embedded in my mind, but it, it takes intentionality. Back in the day when I was growing up, it didn't take intentionality. It was just like, I had nothing else to do because I couldn't, I didn't have Netflix that I could stream at any point. There was yeah. no, there was no show on. So I'm going to do whatever my mom is doing because that's entertainment. Exactly. So now, nowadays we have to be really intentional with mothering and homemaking and homesteading and with our kids, it's, it's, it's harder nowadays. I feel like to, to create those memories for our kids. And it was when we were growing up. Oh, I agree. I agree 100%. And as a, as a military spouse that, um, and as a military family, um, that lives so far away from family. I feel like it's super intentional to have that connection because you don't have the grandparents and the cousins and the aunts and the uncles and, and all of them close to you. You know what I mean? It's so much more important for me to have that connection because I'm lacking the family village, if you will, around me, you know? Um, So yeah, it's just, it's, and I love that the homeschooling, the homesteading, it all just kind of, just kind of comes together, you know, it's yeah. like, well, you keep learning and I, I'm going to, I'm going to be looking to see when you're going to get them chickens. <laughs> Girl, you're going to be a chicken lady before you know it. I mean, just start with two. I mean, I'm, it, I'm, I've been begging. I'm telling you begging. And here, just here, like, here's what I found. Um, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I think that his fear is, and he's probably right on this. He knows me well enough to know that chickens will lead to goats and goats will lead to cows. <laughs> well, tell him, tell him it's either a chicken or a baby. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've used that before. <laughs> All right, friend. It was so good talking with you, but before we go, please tell me what services you offer and where people can find you to connect with you more. Of course. Okay. So, um, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a marketing coach. Um, I work with faith led business owners to help them simplify their marketing and completely let go of the 
societal hustle of marketing that you, Hallelujah. Have to be, <laughs> that you have to be in all the places all the time doing all the things and and keeping up with all the trends and all of those things and that their marketing is their own that is what i want so many women entrepreneurs to understand is that your marketing is just like your business it's your own it's unique to you and make it work for you if you want to show up once a week show up once a week um if you don't want to use reels don't use reels like that is what i teach i want you to do it in a way that aligns with the season of life season of business your missions and your values and to just own it and show up and be uniquely you. Um, you can find me over on Instagram. It's at makeityoumarketing.co. And um, yeah, that's it. All right, awesome, Courtney. It was so good talk with you. And I you. love everything that you said in your business. I think that's a great mission because people feel overwhelmed with needing to be all the in all the places and do all the things. And so I love that you're helping women and entrepreneurs create that kind of lifestyle for themselves. So we, we will stay connected and thank you so much for being on today. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for joining Courtney and I in this conversation about homemaking, homeschooling, and homesteading. And thank you, Courtney, for giving us a behind-the-scenes look into what real life is like as a work-from-home mom. If you would like to be featured on the show with a question that you might have about organizing, decluttering, homeschooling, or even getting started with basic homesteading skills, go to habitsofhome.com and scroll all the way to the bottom and leave me your voice recording. All right, friends, I'll see you right here next week on the Habits and Home Show.